Hello, friend. This is the voice of Ademola Murebishe. And over the next few minutes, I'd love to share with you some important words that would help you innovatively create wealth and lead an excellent life. Good morning. This is your daily starter for today, Monday, April 8, 2019. For more information about this audio program, please check out our website at yourdailystarter.com. We've been talking about uh, this issue of um, pricing and how it's very, very important for you as a business owner. Um, but today I thought I'd bring you another angle to the story. And that's the angle of when it's okay to actually underprice the competition, when it's okay for you to go ahead in your business um, without following the mainstream pricing. Because yes, there are actually exceptions to the rule. And so maybe you are in that uh, position in your business. It's likely that um, you know you might be at a position whereby you can actually you know, uh, make a trade-off, okay? Make a trade-off of saying, okay, fine, I've done my calculation, I've done my cost. I'm confident that I can actually charge cheaper, charge lower than the guys in the industry. And I'm still going to make much more money than they could have ever made while still supporting as much customers as they are able to also support and um, and all of that. All right. So um, first things, you know, you don't start a business in a hobby. All right. Uh, like Alda said that um, a lot of times, you know, people rush out of their room to go and build out a business idea without realizing that all they have is an idea about an idea. Okay. All you have is an idea about a business idea. What that means is that the idea has not been fully formed. So you don't want to start your business until the idea is fully formed. And um, you might have an argument that, but Mr. Hem, the idea is never fully formed. And unless I get started, I can't even figure out, you know, um, the what it entails and all of that. And in a way, you're also correct, but there's this balance between, you know, what I need to learn and what I need to figure out as time goes on. So, but all the same, you want to develop your business, you know, build out a viable model, a viable pricing model, and your product strategy and all of that before you even step out of the gates, you know, in the first place. All right, so there are about two main scenarios under which it makes sense for you to charge lower than your competitor. And um, the um, the first scenario is if you have a better technology. All right, you know, technology is an enabler. Technology is an enabler. So if you have if you discover the new technology that the others in your industry have not discovered, you, you gained access to a new technology that others have not gained access to. So it is possible that you'll be able to deliver quality services at a much cheaper price than the competition. So in that case, it would make sense if for you to make for you to um for you to slash down prices since I'm not doing it exactly the same way the other um the other players in the industry are, are doing it. You know, a couple of years ago, I granted an interview and I told my interviewer, I said, you know what? I said, right now, the government can slash down the size of the civil force by as much as 60%, you know, and efficiency will go up by 70, 80%. Okay, and um, it was and, and I proved to him. I said most of the things people do in civil service inform involve somebody going to a to a office somewhere to fill a form, and the job of the civil servant at that particular desk 
is to review the form, ensure that the form is correctly filled, and then stamp it and file it or pass it on to another office, right? I so say using simple tools like Google uh, Google Forms can can uh, wipe out all the need for all that manpower because now I can simply go online, fill a form. The, the form will automatically check to see if I filled the form correctly or not. And when I press send, it will go straight to the central processing office. It does not need to pass through three, four offices. I mean, are you not frustrated in campus whereby you have, you write a letter and the letter has to pass through three or four offices? For what now? <laughs> you know, why is it going to three or four offices? So that means that I could build a new system and take out three or four staff members and I'll get the same job done, only that I'm getting a job. I'm getting the same job done, but I'm being more efficient and more effective. So in such a scenario, it definitely makes sense for me to think that I can achieve the same business results with fewer resources. Okay, but just like this thing that they said in the Bible, they say count the cost. So I must count the cost before I set out on that path. Am I really, really sure that I can get this thing done with fewer staff? So if you are sure, if you have overwhelming evidence that you can do that, then go give it a try, <laughs> right? So that's the first scenario. The second scenario is if you have a business process innovation, all right? So you have a business process innovation that, at, that has drastically reduced the amount of time that you are going to spend on a particular project or something. So maybe there is a way people have been doing stuff before, but now you've invented a new formula for getting it done. And so your new formula now does not take as much time as it used to take. And if you remember at the beginning of April on Daily Starter, I was teaching you about uh, momentum, okay? Um, I'm saying that if you want to pick up momentum, one way your business can pick up momentum is if you can figure out a way to generate business results faster for your client. So if you're able to generate business results faster, that means you can get things done a lot faster than the alternative, than the competitors in your industry. So if I can get things done a lot faster than the others in my industry, I can decide, okay, fine, let me do a 20% price cost. 25% price cost, 30% price cost. Since I know my costs are way, um, I'm able to, you know, um, optimize my costs accordingly. So if I can, if I can think about my business in, in the light of these two things I've shared this morning, number one, the technology innovation. If you have technology, if you have better technology than the others in your industry, then it should be possible. It might be possible for you to charge lower than them and still make a ton of money because now you're leveraging technology. Then secondly, if you have a process innovation, you know something that others don't know. You've been able to create a new process to get the same thing done, but without certain, um, without certain logs in the system. You've taken things out of the system. Maybe process that take four weeks before, you found a way to get it done in two weeks. So in theory, you could serve you know, more people at a lower price point and all that. So if your business falls within these two things, it might, uh, it might be possible for you to charge lower and to get away with it. The truth of the matter is that there's a lot of waste in the business space, all right? I'm gonna be the first to admit that there's a lot of waste in the business space. There's a lot of inefficiency in the business space. Just like I told my interviewer back then, okay? And I meant it. 
the civil, if the if the Nigerian civil service picks up technology, they can lay off a lot of people, and the efficiency is going to increase. All right, but um, just like that, um, our primary school book, they say we will build the cats. Okay, I can't imagine any government coming out to tell you I want I want to cut down the civil service, but they can actually they can actually cut it down and introduce simple technology that will get these things done. Uh, much faster but you are a business owner you're not the government okay <laughs> so you can you can make the tough decisions in your business you can leverage technology with a slimmer workforce with a skinnier workforce you can get times three times four of the job done you know and still make it. so you just want to ensure that you have what it takes you want to make sure that you've touched through your business and you are very very confident that you can get the job done at that and price point so if this is going on in your business you can you have that confidence that yes i can charge lower and still make as much money as possible you have companies like google you have companies like uh, facebook youtube out there they are able to even offer their services for free and that's also a wave now a wave all right how can i offer this service for free and then see how i can generate money for my users that's another uh, business model innovation all right and the thing about google is that you know because of that emphasis on technology and scale they are able to do things in a way that you know <laughs> other brick and mortar businesses cannot all right and the same thing with amazon also amazon is just is a shop okay amazon and Shoprite, i'll say it's the same thing right but you know Shoprite has a physical office to contend with while people like amazon online e-commerce stores they don't have stores but they have warehouses around where they keep their product then they try to deliver it to you on demand as soon as you make so there are different depend on the way you approach your business the innovation your model and it. but if you think through everything and you can get it done by all means go for it why don't you repeat after me this morning god daily loves me with benefits i am bold and strong every day in every way i am getting better and better my name is ademola Murebishe. thank you so much for taking our time to listen to your daily starter this morning may you grow without limits yes you good morning